so that'd be all right. I hope a spirit moves like that here tonight. <clears throat> well, nobody else got nothing? Jerry Moose passed away at the rest of the logout.
pray for our youngins. We got some youngins around here that's right at the age to where they're understanding what it means to be saved. And they're curious and asking questions. So let's let's pray for them. We don't want to push nothing on them. It's got to be their their choice, their decision. They got to do it. Can't push it on them. We'll confuse them. Just let them do it. Pray that they'll see that they're lost and need to save them. I was trying to think back the other day. Talk about it in class. I think every single year at our youth revival, our annual youth revival, some youngins got saved. I'm pretty sure it's every one of them. So I'm looking, looking for it. I hate we ain't at the pinky hole, but the Lord's got a, Lord's got a plan. He knows what He's doing. Go ahead. Probably more spiritual than me. So. Anybody else got anything at all? Amen. Amen. can and will. Let's come pray. Pray that the Lord will move. And uh, Larry Johnson, you lead us and everybody pray.
Just look close, you'll see My Lord is taking good care of me I'm counting my blessings as I journey along Good friends and a family and a place to call home The church where I worship, the Bible I read My Lord is taking good care of me Shed on Calvary now speaks for me. My Lord is taking good care of me. I'm never forsaken, I'm never alone. One day I'm moving to my brand new home. I'm blessed beyond measure. Just look close, you'll see. My Lord is taking good care of me. I'm never forsaken, I'm never alone. One day I'm moving to my brand new home. I'm blessed beyond measure, just look close, you'll see. My Lord is taking good care of me. I'm blessed beyond measure, just look close, you'll see. My Lord is taking good care of me. 
anything uh, big enough. Uh, thank God that uh, he's come and uh, touched us. And, uh, you know, God is big enough to take care of all of our burdens, all of our problems. Amen. And that's why we're here tonight. Um, like TJ said, it's, it's not about uh, the Baptists. It's not about the church. It's not about, you know, us. It's about God. And that's what we're here to do is to worship God, serve God. And I thank God that he is big enough to take care of all of our problems, all of our needs. And uh, y'all worship with us. declare that I don't stand in my strength at all cause I won't live a day you didn't plan every single moment is in your hands even if the whole world shakes you're the rock on which I stand so when it seems it can't be done I know God is big enough I can run the race I'm called to run, cause I know God is big enough. He'll finish everything he starts and meet us right here where we are. I can feel faith rising up, cause I know God is big enough. Bigger than the fear that surrounds me, bigger than the chains that had bound me. Bigger than the story my past could tell. Bigger than the weight of tomorrow. Bigger than the hurt and the sorrow. Bigger than the lies I've told myself. So when it seems it can't be done, I know God is big enough. I can run the race I'm called to run, cause I know God is big enough. He'll finish everything he starts and meet us right here where we are. I can feel faith rising up, cause I know God is big enough. I know God is big
sing this uh, last time we are here. We're uh, one of our prayers. We want to see God move, see the rain, see the fire, see the wind. Um, and we want to see God just blow in this place. And we want to see God move. We, and uh, uh, I hate... I hate Caleb wasn't here. Um, I talked to uh, um, I talked to him uh, yesterday, I believe it was, and uh, we were our, and we were <coughs> talking to him. And you know, we have that same desire. I told him, you know, we're not. It's not about us being up here. We we want to serve God, and I was hoping he'd be here too. We could both play. I was like, I don't care. Like, you know, you come up here and play whatever it is. Um, that's our desire. We just want to see God save souls. God help people. God uh, renew some lives, and that's our biggest desire. Um, so, um, y'all, y'all worship with us as we sing. <laughs> just the same old thing traditions in your name i'm tired of a man-made worship hour i'm tired i'm tired of a song with no praise where worshiping you is out of place i'm tired of religious formality i'm tired in the rain, sin the fire, sin the wind, sin the Holy Ghost in power, sin the rain, sin the fire, sin the wind, sin the Holy Ghost in of God. This is Tiffany's request right here. So if y'all like it, y'all blame Tiffany. But <laughs> uh, no, we, we sing this church a song a few times and uh, it's, it's a blessing. And it talks about the goodness of God and God's uh, goodness running after us. And um, we can 
praise God how good he is to us. Uh, we can talk about it all day. Uh, we're not going to talk about it up here all day. We're going to sing worship, but y'all uh, worship with us. A lot of y'all probably know this, um, so y'all feel free to worship with us.
I do surely appreciate Brandon. Uh, I'll tell this. He probably don't know this. He, uh, he, was, he did work at Cedar Ridge when Tiffany first started there, and she kept coming home and saying, yeah, Brandon was in my room talking to me, and at first I thought, who's this Brandon? <laughs> in her room every other day talking to her, she said, he's the only other one that's really a Christian there. And I thought, I'm going to meet this guy. And then I met him, and I thought, boy, I like this guy. <laughs> Go in there and talk to her. Now he's left, so he's left her all alone. But uh, I definitely do appreciate Brandon, all of them coming to sing. Um, it's really good. I, I love being able to fellowship and worship with like-minded people, and I believe that's what they are, people that really love God and are trying to serve God. Um, while they were singing, I was sitting there thinking uh, about the goodness of God and how good God really is. And, you know, God, He don't just want to save us and just bless us a little bit. God really wants to pour His blessings out on us. Throughout our life, He wants to, but He wants us to choose Him. Time after time in my personal life, I have to repent over and over and over because I choose my will over His. Over and over, I choose my will over His. And I know that His will is where my peace is, where my happiness is, my joy, my comfort. Everything that I'm seeking is right in His will. Not in mine, but me being a dumb human that I am. I choose my will and i got to repent. And I don't want my will. I want his will. I want whatever he's got for us. That's what I want to do. Um, I know I was sitting there thinking, you know, it's been a little bit tight in here. I thought, why is it, why is it so tight for? And I think it's because anticipation has been so high. Just being honest, anticipation for the youth revival has been so high that we come in and we sit down and we think, all right, something big is going to happen. Lord's going to bless I want you to know we're only going to get out of it what we put in. That's the only way we're going to get out of anything out of it. The Lord wants us to worship Him. 
The Lord wants us to serve Him. And if we'll put in the effort, He'll give it back. He'll bless us because He wants to. He don't just have to. He don't just want to save us. He wants to bless us. He really does. And I believe that with all my heart. If we'll put in the effort, He'll bless us. And He'll save somebody. You pray. Be praying while the preaching's going on, while the singing, whatever's happening here tonight. You pray that the Lord will deal with somebody's heart. Pray that the Lord will show one of these youngins that they're lost. Maybe one of these old people that they ain't right with God. Hey, if you've backslid, get right. Get right with God. I want to be in fellowship with you. And the only way we can be in fellowship with one another is if we're in fellowship with Him. That's the only way. Um, I didn't mention it before we started, but this altar is always open. The sign says it here. Even got an extra L because it's always open. Always open. So anytime you want to come pray, anything you need to do with God, everybody that's right with God is rooting for you to do that thing. I don't care what your deal is, what you got going on. Maybe you're praying for somebody else. Anytime you need to come pray, you come pray. Get things right with God. Pray for the service, whatever the need may be. I can promise you it ain't going to bother Cody. He lives with all kinds of youngins. Ain't nothing going to bother him. Hey, and praise God they got their new house. Finally in their new house. I don't know if y'all knew last year they was waiting on their house and all them youngins and all them women, basically at that time, well, you, you know, he was here, wasn't he? Good boy. Barely. He was just barely here. Cody was living with all them women in a camper waiting on his house to get here, so that's something to praise the Lord for. Got their house here finally. But uh, nobody else got anything on your heart before Cody comes? Go ahead. Lately I've been looking back along this winding road to the old familiar markers of His mercies I have known. I know it may sound simple, but it's more than I can explain. There's no other words to tell you than to say. God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond. 
replay and I can see that I've cried some bitter tears but I felt his arms around me as I faced my greatest fears I've had more gains than losses and I've known more joy than hurt as his grace fell upon me undeserved God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. And though I've had my share of hard times, by my side he's always stood through it all. God's been good. God has been my Father, my Savior, and my friend. His love was my beginning, and His love will be my end. I could spend forever trying to tell you everything He is. But the best way I can say it, He is this. God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. And though I've had my share of hard times, by my side he's always stood through it all. God's been good And though I've had my share of hard times By my side he's always stood Through it all God's been good Times replay and I can see that I've cried some bitter tears. But I felt his arms around me as I faced my greatest fears. I've had more gains than losses. And I've known more joy than hurt as his grace fell upon me undeserved. God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. And though I've had my share of hard times, by my side he's always stood through it all. God's been good. For God has been my Father, my Savior, and my friend. His love was my beginning, 
But the best way I can say it is this, God's been good in my life. I've been blessed beyond my wildest dreams as I go to sleep each night. Though I've had my share of hard times By my side he's always stood Through it all God's been good And though I've had my share of hard times By my side he's always stood Through it all God's been good Tell you what, I can leave right now and say it's been a blessing. Good to be in the house of God tonight. This mine. Boy, uh, I, did you refill that jar? I'll drink it. I don't care. It's fresh. Most of you might know me. Some of you might not. My name's Cody Brown. Like TJ said earlier, it's good to be amongst like-minded people. I mean, I put up with enough junk throughout the week. I, I like to get amongst God's people. Now where I can kick back and feel comfortable and I can, I can be myself and shout a little bit and somebody not look at me like I'm crazy. Amen. If somebody shouts in, in church and you look at them like they're crazy, you better get on the altar, amen. Uh, we come into God's house. I don't know about y'all, but I need reviving. Amen. This world needs revival. Our churches around the community, amen, we need revival. Amen. But I thank God for being able to be here. Brother TJ, he called me back yonder several months ago and he told me they'd been praying about revival and that God had laid, laid me on his heart. And I said, well, I said... We'll be a praying about it, and ever since we've been praying. Amen. I believe, just as TJ said, hey, there's been a tightness since we got in here. And it's just so much like it's been built up. Y'all just go ahead and just wave your hands and say, Praise the Lord. Amen. Just give God praise tonight. Amen. Let's just go ahead and get loosened up. Amen. And get ready for what God has going to give us. Amen. If we're going to receive it, hey, then we're going to have to reach out there and we're going to have to take it. Amen. When you see a run, Olympic runner or a swimmer, they don't just jump in the water. They just don't jump on the track. Amen. They get out there and they stretch and they get warmed up. Hey, that's what we need to do tonight. We need to get warmed up. We need to get stretching. Amen. And offering praise. Amen. God's been good. Amen. You ain't in a nursing home and you ain't you ain't you ain't in the hospital. You ain't in jail. Amen. I'll tell you what, it's a blessing to look out 
and see the church house almost full on a Friday night. Tell you what, that's a blessing to see that. Praise the Lord. A lot's changed since last summer, Brother T.J. said. Last summer we was living in a camper, me and my wife and my three girls, and now we've got a little boy and he's just wild as he can be. And every now and then he, he likes to get up and help me preach. He gets up and he'll go, hey. A lot of people you know, think that's funny, but if you'll ever notice a little youngin, when they get out in the aisle, where's the first place they go? Right there to the altar. I hadn't ever noticed that, brother, until I had one of my own, and I got to watching him. And he'd go, and he'd sit there, and he'd look. And he'd have just that little bitty old uh, mischievous grin, but he knowed exactly where we needed to be at in church. Amen. If God's people, if us grown people would realize that right here is where it's all at, right here is where needs is going to get met, right there is where lives are going to be changed, and every one of us, amen, we ought to be on the altar. I thank God for that. I thank God for that sign. I just thank God for being here. Amen. It just feels good. Praise the Lord, it feels good to be amongst people that, that, that want revival. Being here on a Friday night says something. You say, well, preacher, my mom and daddy made me come. Well, praise God, they did. Because if they didn't, you might be out there years later down the road on the side of the ditch, uh, down there in the bar. You don't know where you might be, but praise God, your mom and daddy brought you. But if you got your Bibles with you tonight, go ahead and stand with me. We're going to read a verse of Scripture out of the book of Ephesians in chapter 6. I thank God for that jar with that water, that handle on it. I spill that water at my church every now and then. I go to grab it and it ain't got no handle on this. I knock it over every now and then. But I'm going to be in the book of Ephesians in chapter 6 and we'll read verse 18 Ephesians chapter 6 verse 18 when you find your place say amen amen, amen. amen. it's good to know that they still Christians amen that will bring our Bibles to church if you don't have a Bible you see me or TJ after the service we'll make sure you got one for tomorrow but it's good to know that they still Bible talking Christians but the Bible says, Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplications for all saints. Let us pray. Father, as we come to you tonight, God, we just thank you for this opportunity to be in your house. God, Lord, just to feel your presence. Lord, I pray that you just pour your Spirit out on us tonight. God, if there be any hindrance here, Lord, I pray you hide it from our sight. God, you just get it out of the way. Lord, if a devil's got anybody, Lord, got their minds a-wandering, God, I pray that you just bring their attention to your word, God, and what you're trying to tell them. Lord, that you might speak to our hearts tonight. God, that you might revive us. God, that we might be on fire for you. And Lord, I pray that you just be with us through this service. God, Lord, if there be one here tonight that's lost, Father, I pray that you deal with their hearts. God, you pour conviction out on them. Lord, if there might be one here that's backslid, God, or not where they need to be at. Lord, if they just aren't concerned tonight, God, I pray you convict them. God, that you just open their eyes that they see a need to make things right before they leave here. And we ask it in Jesus' precious name. Amen. You can be seated. 
I've been praying about this revival for a few months now, but I've been praying about what to preach on, and and I hadn't ever got no message, hadn't ever got nothing, and I was going down the road there about a week and a half ago, just right before I talked to you on the telephone. For those of y'all that ever go to Hillsville much from Galax, y'all know that they're working on the road right there. They've been there forever. But they've got these signs up going down through there that says, Keep right. Because if you go left, you're going to be in oncoming traffic. But they got them signs that say, Keep right. Stay right. And go on. That's what I want to preach on tonight with the help of the Lord. It's keep on and keep right. If if us as Christians would learn to to read the signs God has given us, if we would learn to read the road map, amen, and read the signs that God has given us in His book, amen, to keep right and to stay right, amen, we wouldn't need revival. But tonight, with the help of the Lord, we're going to look at some signs and we're going to try to keep right. Now, you know, if you're going down, down there, down the road, and you see that sign, you know that there's something up ahead that's going to separate you. You're, you're coming into something that's not normal. If you don't get in the right lane, then you're going to cause an accident in the left lane. You're going to be somewhere exactly that you're not supposed to be. Amen. You're going to be somewhere that, that you're, that's not intended for you to be at, and you need to keep right. And stay on track if you're going to get where you need to be. Now us as a church, if we're going to get where we need to be tonight, if we're going to have old time Holy Ghost revival, you know what we're going to have to do? Amen. The Bible says, seek ye the old paths, and when you find them, walk therein. Amen. If we're going to get in that old time Holy Ghost revival, we're going to have to get in that old time Holy Ghost revival path. Amen. And when we find it, we're going to have to keep right, and we're going to have to stay on track. Amen. We get too sidetracked sometimes. Amen. We can't persevere like the Bible was talking about. Amen. We get sidetracked. We get to going down the road and we're staying right. And boy, I'm tired of being in this mess. I'm going to go on over here. I'm going to go around it. We don't want to pray for revival. That's a lot of work. Preacher, I pray. We ought to be praying. When TJ said revival, we ought to have been praying before that for revival. Because the community is in need of it. The church is in need of revival. You look at the majority of the church world today and they're in trouble. I don't know about y'all, but when you look at the church on Sunday morning versus the church on Wednesday night, it'll show that there is an amount of unconcerned people in the church. Amen. It shows that there needs to be true revival. It shows that there's people that needs to get right and stay right. But, we, but we've gotten... Uh, cold. The church has grown cold. We've instead of keeping right, we've we've stepped back a little bit. Boy, it's a lot of work to be there three nights in a row. Boy, preacher, I, I worked all week long. Boy, sweat like a dog, got wet, rained on me. I'm gonna go home, kick back on the recliner. The church has gotten cold, amen. They don't see need for revival. I'll go tomorrow night. Might be better. 
I'll, I'll go Sunday. Sunday's the Lord's Day. Amen. We'll just give that day to the Lord and we'll go to revival on Sunday night. Amen. But if we're going to have revival, brother, amen, we're going to have to seek God on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and definitely on Sunday. Amen. Being a Christian is not a Sunday morning job. It's not a Wednesday night job. Amen. It's a get in the right lane and stay right and keep right and keep going. We've got cold. We've got out of the right lane. We've got in the left lane. Or we've done pulled off altogether. Got other things that's more important to us. Things that are uh, uh, our own desires that we like. We've, we've lost the desire to serve God. These people that's lost their desire to serve the church. They've lost their desire to volunteer. They've lost desire to see young people saved. I remember that little fella right there. I mean, I remember he got saved last year. Brother, you just keep on staying right and you keep going. I mean, that's what we've got to do. But the church has lost their desire to serve because they've lost that concern and we've gone cold and we need to get right and stay right. We're going to have to get back on fire. For the Lord, I tell you what, there's a falling away happening right now. There's a falling away. You look right here, there's still plenty of seats left. You ride on down the road just a little bit further and go down there to Chili's or that new Dodge City Steakhouse they got, and I guarantee you there's people waiting outside, and they just sit there for an hour waiting to get a seat. That's how we ought to be in the house of God. Amen. We ought to have to raise the windows, open the doors, put it on the radio just so people can hear the word of God tonight. But we've gotten cold and they've fallen away. Let me tell you something, I believe in the last days. Amen. And if there was ever a time that we needed to get right and stay right, it was now. Right now. Today. The Bible tells us here, it says, Watching thereunto with all perseverance. Now, to persevere means to hang in there. Hang in there and keep going. Keep right. Jesus, to get out of there, boy, he told us, he said, Those that shall endure to the end of the same shall be saved. Amen. Those that get right and keep right and stay right. Those that persevere, those that hang in there, those that just keep on going no matter what. Those that keep enduring. Well, we're going to have to get right and keep right. This generation that we live in, amen, they've got there, they want it right now, how they want it. It's a microwave world, brother. You stick it in the microwave, punch 30 seconds, and if it ain't done, then we throw a fit. That's how it is. Well, we can't come into God's house and sit for just a little bitty while. We get off track. We've gotten our priorities mixed up. We've gotten mixed up on what's right and what's not. It sounds like our prior life. Brother said earlier, he said most of us, most of us we pray right before we eat. That's wonderful if you do. I tell you what, it blesses me when I go out to a restaurant and I see somebody bow their head and, bless, and pray over their food. I'll say, God, you give them strength and you bless them just for acknowledging you in a public place because it blesses me. 
But there's so many people, church people, when you go out to eat, if they do bless our food, they'll look around and look where the waiter's at and they'll rather have the Lord bless his food while we eat. Amen. That's how it is. That's not a sincere prayer. Amen. That's not a prayer from the heart. That's a vain and repetitious prayer. We're supposed to keep right. We're not supposed to be over there in that left lane. We're, they're supposed to be something right there, a barrier that separates us. And when you go down the road, it don't take a genius to see that somebody's going in the opposite direction you are. When somebody looks at you, they ought to be able to tell that you're in the right lane and where you're going. They ought not be a wonder, well, what's that goober doing swerving all over the place? Hey, remember, when they look at our lives, that's what they see. They look at the Christian and they and the Christian just all over the place. You go to swerving all over the place in the road and they'll pull you over for drunk driving. But God's children can't stay in one lane and keep right. We need the help of the Lord, amen. We need to get we need to get right with the Lord. Amen. We need to get right in our prayer life. First uh, Thessalonians five and seventeen, Paul said to pray without ceasing. Paul said, keep on. Keep on praying. I preacher, I prayed once or twice. Lord, just ain't answer my prayer. You know what, your brother, you're right. Amen. You just keep praying. Amen. If God ain't answered it after the third Sunday, you know what? You just keep on praying. You just keep on and keep on and keep on. I like that song, Prayer Bells of Heaven. Amen. It said, Oh, Prayer Bells of Heaven. Oh, how sweetly they ring. And it said, Keep on ringing on and on for God, for He will answer your prayer. Amen. You just keep on praying and keep on praying and pray without ceasing, and God will answer that prayer. Now keep in mind, sometimes when God answers your prayer, it might not be what you want to hear. Sometimes we don't want to hear what God tells us because it ain't the answer that we want. But we need to pray continuously. We need to get right and stay right in our prayer life. Keep on praying. We should have been praying for this revival. Keep on and on, you know what? When you go home tonight, pray for tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, you know what you do? Pray for Sunday night. Sunday night, you know what happens? Pray for revival to continue on and keep on and keep on and keep on. Amen. That we might persevere in this walk of life. People don't want to endure anything anymore. They can't endure nothing. They can't endure a little bit of confrontation. They can't endure a little bit of persecution. They made fun of me. Bless your heart, honey. They made fun of me. They, they just, I just don't fit in at workplace. I just, I don't fit in with that crowd. You know what? You ain't supposed to. Amen. God called us to be a separated people. Amen. He told you, He said, hey, when you get right, you keep right, and you stay right. And there's going to be a barrier right here that separates you. You're not supposed to fit in with the work crowd. You're not supposed to fit in with the crowd down at the bar. You're not supposed to fit in with the down at the NASCAR race. Amen. When you come in the 
God's house. Hey, that's where you fit in. That's where we all merge together in the same lane. And we can bump draft off each other and shout and praise the Lord. Amen. We need to get right. We need to get right. Praise the Lord. In a Let me tell all you youngins something. Y'all are facing things that I never dreamed I would have to face. I never dreamed that my youngins have to face. And they ain't even got to high school yet. Don't even know. People don't even know which bathroom to use. Let me tell you something. When God created man, he created two genders. He created them male and female. That was it. There was only one or the other. And he made it clear enough to where you could tell the difference. But we live in a world filled with sin to where people can identify as whatever they want to. If they want to identify as a cat, then so be it. In a world full of sin, in a world full of confusion, youngins, y'all stay right. Just because the world says it's okay, don't mean it's all right because they legalize sin just because they say homosexuality is alright it's still sin and man if it was sin 2,000 years ago it'll be sin 2,000 years from now we need to get right and stay right God's word don't change and God he said I'm the same yesterday today. I change not and God's word don't change either what has changed the church. Well, preacher, we still believe the same thing. We always have. We believe God's word. Well, I'll tell you what. We might not have gotten the left lane, but we've pulled over. And we've just let the devil come on in and do whatever he wants to, however he wants to do it. And we just, we'll stay over here in our corner and serve the Lord. And we'll worship God. And we'll go to church. But, we, but if they're going to oppose us, they can have it. That's what the church has done. It's time that God's people take a stand and stand up and you say, well, I'm just one person. Hey, so was David. So was Paul. Amen. So was Timothy. Amen. So was Jesus Christ. Well, he was the Son of God. Hey, that same God. Amen. That same is good, same spirit that lives inside of you. We need to get right and stay right and be proud of it. We come in here and in church, it's easy to shout in church. Or to be. It's easy to shout in church. It's easy to shout when they sing. Sometimes it's easy to shout when Brother Bill preaches. If you ain't stepping on your toes, if you steps on your toes, you get on the altar. It's easy to shout in church. How many times when somebody tells you, Brother, God just answered my prayer and you can go to say glory, hallelujah, in Walmart. Well, some of you bite our tongue off before we done that. I used to be one of them people. I used to be ashamed. I'd be like, well, that's, boy, that's good. I've got to get out of here because we're about to have a shouting spell. We need to get right and stay right, brother. If you're here tonight, you're already numbered among the crazy people. Amen. You might as well go ahead and get the good out of it. They can already tell that we're in that right lane. We might as well hammer down and just keep on going for the Lord. 
We just need to keep on. In a world full of sin, we're going to have to keep right. Seek ye the old paths. Them old, old paths. Not them new paths. Not them new King James Version paths. Well, that's one of the closest things there is. That ain't the infallible Word of God right here. It is King James Version. Why? What about that ESV, that new American standard? What about, what about all those? They're phonies. Fakes. You want the true infallible Word of God right here? It is King James Version Bible. God perfectly preserved this Word the way He intended for it to be. Amen. That's the way God intended But now we're going to have to get in the lane and we're going to have to stay in it and stay right. If you settle for one version, guess what? You settle for one of them other phony versions, you'll settle for another. And if you settle for that, then you'll settle for a different one. And then you'll settle for another. And then another. Next thing you know, you won't even know what to believe. Because it'll all contradict ourselves. You want to read the Word of God, get your King James Version Bible. I can't understand that. Pray for wisdom. The Bible says, If any man like wisdom, let him ask it of God, who giveth liberally. Ask it of the Lord. We're going to have to get right and stay right. I thank God for churches that still stand on the King James Bible. That ain't ashamed of getting that old path. We want to feel the Holy Spirit. Boy, I love the Holy Spirit. I love it when God just shires His Spirit out on us. Ain't nothing like it. I remember one time I was in service. The power of God fell and I couldn't even stand up. I just sat there in a chair and just waved my arms and just praised the Lord. And they, had, they had to hold me up in that chair because the power of God was so strong. Preacher, why can't we feel that all the time every day? Hey, if we really wanted it, then guess what? We can have it. But we're going to have to get right and stay right and continue on and seek it. We don't seek the Spirit like we used to. We don't seek it. We don't get in that right lane and hammer down. We get in that right lane and we say, Whoa, somebody shouted, it's time to go to the house. This ain't no brill cream religion. I mean, just a little dab won't do. Jesus went to wash Peter's feet. He said, Lord, you ain't going to wash my feet. He said, well, if you don't, you have no part of me. He said, Lord, not only my feet, but my hands and my head. We need some God's children to get up here and say, Lord, not only my feet, but my hands and my head too. I don't want just a Sunday morning feel good. I want you just to pick me up and just douse me in it. Amen. When a skeeter bites you, he'll fly away screaming, oh, there's power in the blood. Amen. Because we're going to have to get right, and we're going to have to stay right, and we're going to have to seek God. That's the only way we're going to have revival. Community. This community is not far from my community. If we get revival down here, you know what might happen? Amen. It'll jump the state line. It might even go on down the mountain just a little bitty ways. But we're going to have to get right. We're going to have to get right tonight. 
I'm not saying if you're here and you're saved and you've been bought by the blood, I'm not saying you ought to come up here and get saved and go through the motions again. I'm going to say, I'm, I'm saying that you're going to have to get down here and get that desire back in your heart, get that concern back in your heart, get that love uh, for the Lord back in your heart, amen, and go back to your first works. It's easy when you're in that honeymoon stage. Amen. Like when you first got saved. He's talking about that common salvation. I remember when I got saved, I was in second grade. School was starting back at next week. First thing I want to do was go tell people I was saved. I got something happened to me. They say, What are you talking about? And I said, Man, I ask the Lord into my heart. They say, well, what, are you, what is that? They wouldn't even understand what I was talking about. But I told my teacher, she knew exactly what I was talking about. Amen. Oh, you know what it was like when you felt that. It's just like when TJ and Tiffany got married. And man, they was madly in love. And as time goes on and you got a youngin, you bring kids into the mix sometimes. You start, not that you grow apart, but the little things that you used to do when you first got married, you don't do them as often. Amen. 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 There was a man one time told him, told his wife when he got married, he said, I love you. And he said, if it ever changes, I'll tell you any different. That ain't how a marriage works. If I go home and I don't speak to my wife, if I don't tell her, if I don't wake her up and tell her I love her first thing in the morning before I go to work, amen, she thinks I'm mad at her. She thinks there's something wrong. Amen, I wonder if that ain't how the Lord feels when the only time we call on Him is when we want something, when we need something, when something's going bad in our life and we just want to get Him to fix what's wrong. It's a daily walk. We need to get right. Get back to them first works and stay right. Get right and stay right. Persevere. It's an endurance race. Paul said, oh, he said he fought a good fight and he kept the faith. He had finished the race. We're in a race. But it's not a speed race. It's an endurance race. As we're running this race, we've got to persevere. There's going to be storms. There's going to be storms. There's going to be trials. I would say a man born of a woman a few days before trouble. There's going to be hard times. Paul said we both labor and, and suffer reproach. If you're going to serve the Lord tonight, then guess what? The devil's going to fight you. If you're here tonight and you say you're born again and you're bought by the blood of Jesus Christ and the devil's not fighting you, it's because you're not doing nothing. Amen. The devil ain't fighting you, it's because you're no threat. We're going to have to get right and keep right. We're going to have to keep running the race. we got to keep on and keep on. I was me and my buddy there, Isaac. We left work early. We was going to ride our motorcycles. We was going to go out around the yard sale, look up and down the road, ride our motorcycles. Well, we lollygagged and we was out too long. It was calling for rain. Next thing you know, it started sprinkling. And then we was going, I said, man, we better get back to the house. We started back to the house, and guess what? It started raining. 
I mean, full-fledged rain is pouring. We could have pulled over, and we could have sat there right in the middle of that rainstorm, but you know what? It would have still been raining, and we'd have still been there in the same spot. But you know what we done? We just kept riding because we know that once we got home, it was going to be worth it. Man, we can get Amen. some dry clothes. Amen. Amen. We can get refreshed. We did a warm Amen. shower. You just keep in yeah. mind, church. Yeah. Amen. Even yeah. though there might be storms, there might be troubles, might yeah. be trials. Hey, you just keep on riding. Amen. You just keep on. You just keep riding. Stay right. Hey, because Amen. it's going to be worth it when we get home. Amen. What a relief. What a wonderful time yeah. it's going to be. Amen. But the only way you're going to get there is to keep right and stay right. Keep on going. Keep on and on for Jesus. Paul said, I pressed toward the mark of the prize. Amen, that's a prize. When Paul said a prize, he he wasn't meaning something out of a Cracker Jack box. He wasn't meaning something out of old quarter machine down there at the steakhouse. Hey, he was talking about the prize of the high calling, amen, of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. amen. Something to get excited about. Yes, amen. amen. Something to look forward to. Yeah. Something that will make you want to keep right and stay right. Amen. Jesus is coming. Amen. amen. There's a better day coming amen. for those of us who are born again. Those of us that are saved, there's a better day coming. But we're going to have to keep right, stay right. We live in this world today where they thank you. As the brother said, you get saved, but you just keep doing the same things you was. Let me tell you something, if you're still drinking, you're still cussing, you're still lying, you're still watching porn, you're still doing the things that you were before you got saved, hey, you better get back on the altar because something didn't take when the Lord was knocking on your heart and you opened up a door. You just went ahead and opened up a back door and shoved him all out because something didn't happen. You're going to have to get right and stay right. If we're going to get to heaven. Bible said, chapter 5, verse 17, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. A new creature. Said, old things have passed away. And behold, all things are become new. Amen. Bless God, I'm not the same person now that I was then. Amen. I got saved at a young age. I got called to preach. At a young age, and then I backslid. I got out in sin, doing the things of the world, doing the things Cody Brown wanted. But when I rededicated my life to God, when He picked me up out of that mess, and He put me in the right lane, and He said, You keep right, and you stay right. Bless God, He made me a new creature. Amen. I don't run around with that same old crowd I used to. I lose my friends. I lost friends. I lost people I thought were my friends. But I gained a whole new family. Ain't nothing like a family of God. Need to get right and stay right. You'll trade them old habits for new ones. That stuff in the world can't can't stay in there. And man, it's got to get out. But the Lord will bless you. 
He'll take you and he'll put something inside of you that you've never had before. Something so much more than what this world could ever offer. It's more than what the bar could offer. The bar can sod you a Michelob Ultra down the bar and you know what? You can turn that thing up and you can drink it and you can set it down and you'll have to have another. Jesus Christ said that he was a living water and if any man would take of that water, hey, he ain't never thirst again. Well, what's something, ain't it? What'll make you want to keep right? That satisfaction of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We need to get right and stay right. This world today would have you to think that you can make a profession of faith. You can go to church on Sunday, but you can keep living and sin, doing any old thing you want to, and you'll still go to heaven. That's a lie right straight out of the pits of hell. Amen. You can't keep doing the things of the world. The Bible says friendship with the world is enmity with God. Amen. It'll put separation between you and God. The only way you're going to get to heaven is if you get right and you stay right. It ain't none of this what the world says, make a profession, you sign a card, you get baptized, you throw some money in the plate, amen. When you want to get saved, you ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, you repent of your sin, and the word repent means to ask for forgiveness and then turn away from it and go the opposite direction. Get right and stay right. That's what it means to be saved, to be born again. Galatians chapter 6. In verse 9 he said, Let us not be weary in well-doing. Let me tell you something. It's easy to get weary in well-doing. Amen. Tell you what, brother, I've been discouraged. I have been. I've been battling. devil been a-fighting me. Me and my wife sitting on the riverbank the other day just talking to one another, and I just come out and I told her, I said, this is how I feel. She said, that ain't nothing but the devil just trying to get at you, just bothering you. And I know that. I know that that's what that is, but I'm just sitting there, and I just got to talking to the Lord. I said, God, I said, y'all going to think this is crazy, but I was sitting there and I said, God, I said, I know what you want me to do. I said, but God, if I'm exactly where you need me to be right now if I'm doing what you would have me to do in this moment in time I said you just show me a fish jump out of the water been sitting there hadn't seen none jump at all I sat there and I sat there there's my anchor got ready to leave and just as sure as I'm looking at Bill right now right on the other side of a rock there was a fish about that long jumped out of the water two or three times the only fish I'd seen all evening. He's saying, hey, I called you to do work. He said, you just keep right. You stay right. There's going to be potholes in the road every now and then. There's going to be speed bumps. Things are not going to go exactly the way that we think that they ought to go. But if we'll just stay in God's lane, in God's will, amen, it'll happen in God's time. We just got to trust in Him. Put our faith in Him. I've done my will before, and I ended up in places I shouldn't have been. I ended up hurting people, pushing people away, doing things I shouldn't have. 
But if we'll get ourselves out of the way and we'll get God's will and God's way, get right and stay right, everything will be just fine. That construction zone down there in Hillsville, even though I have to go through it three or four times a day going back and forth to the landfill and it's aggravating and I don't like it, it's still the same road that gets me right where I need to be. Amen. Still that same road. Amen. It's still the blood. Amen. It's from sin. It's still the Lord's way that's going to get us to heaven. Amen. It might be tough. It might be tiresome. It might drag us. We might get drugged down sometimes. Hey, but he said that he would go with us even under the end of the world. So amen. if we've got somebody traveling with us, amen, the Lord Jesus Christ, why not keep right and stay right when he's amen. driving the buggy? Amen. Sometimes we forget he's in control. All we got to do is follow him. All we got to do is follow him. Brother, if you will, you come on. Give us a song. Get right and stay right. Get right with God and stay right. You want to go to heaven? Get right. Amen. Stay right. So if me, I'm just going to keep on doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep on living my life. It's, I'm having fun. You go ahead and you keep on living your will, your way. Your life. You keep on living in sin. And you'll lift your eyes up in a place called hell. Amen. Preacher, that's awful blunt. That's the truth. The Bible says a rich man prayed sumptuously every day. And when he died, he lifted up his eyes being in torment. Hell is a real place, church. Hell is real. And the only way that we can escape that is to get right. Stay right. They're going to play a few verses of song. I'd like to ask you if you would. Every head bowed and every eye closed, stand to your feet tonight. Get right and stay right. Church, we like to get on fire and stay on fire. Keep on and on and on for the Lord. We've got on fire for God time and time after again and it just keeps on dying down. It just keeps on dwindling to nothing. We keep on sliding right back to them same old mediocre services. Right back to that same old uh, lukewarm stage. Church, we're going to have to get right and stay right. Get right and stay right. If you're here tonight, <coughs> You're lost. You never accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. You never made that profession of faith. You've never made that choice to get right. Like well, I asked you if you would, just slip your hand up, put it right back down. I'll not come to you and embarrass you. I just want to pray for you. Preacher, I'm lost. Would you pray for me? Just slip it up, put it right back down. you're here tonight and say well preacher I'm just not where I need to be I'm not on fire like I ought to be I'm not as concerned as I should be 
I've just not been doing right like I should. I need prayers. Just slip your hand up, put it right back down. God bless that hand. God bless that hand. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with God. He already knows your heart. Just slip your hand up, put it right back down. Say, preacher, I need your prayers. God bless that hand. Church, this altar is open tonight if you need to come. The only way out of this world is to get right and stay right. Amen. This altar's open if you want to come. We're going to play a few verses of song. Now go ahead. As they sang, this altar's open. Would you come? Altars open. Would you come tonight? Church, we're going to have to get right and stay right. Keep on going for the Lord. Paul said, I press toward the mark. The majority of the church world has stopped pressing. We've stopped pressing towards that mark.
thinking, since talking about getting right and staying right, um, I guess it was yesterday I was praying about the revival and uh, trying to get my mind where it needed to be and what needed to be done and uh, just reading, I had a slow point of work there and I was reading the Bible on my phone and I felt like the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, it's going to take the mamas and the daddies getting right before the youngins can get right. And I thought, you know, I've got an almost three-month-old little girl back there, and the only chance she has to experience the Holy Spirit and the power of God like I got to is if I get right and if I stay right. I've got to stay right for her. I've got to stay right for me, but I've got to stay right for her. If any of our kids are ever going to have an opportunity to come to know the Lord, and I mean really come to know Him, get born again, get changed, the parents are going to have to stay right. I know this is Amen. a youth revival, but in order for the youngest to get right, the mamas and the daddies are going to have to get right. I know it's easy to get upset with me. We all get upset with Preacher Bill when he comes up here and jumps all over us about laying out of church, about not doing things right, about putting other things before the church. But all he's trying to do is hold up them advanced warning signs that say yeah. road construction ahead, road work ahead, Left lane closed ahead. That's all it is, is advanced warning signs. That's all Cody's done. He stood up here and sounded the warning. Hey, watch out. Destruction's coming. You got them babies back there in the car seat. Keep them in the right lane. Keep them right. Get yourself right. The only way, the only way that they're ever going to get right is if we stay right. right. I want to give my daughter every possible chance 
Brandon and Shelby at Young, and the only chance it's got is if y'all stay right. Hey, if y'all give up and quit, what chance does it have? God can, but boy, what more opportunity if y'all stay in church and y'all stay faithful and y'all stay in the right lane. That's what I want to do. That's where I want to be. Maybe it's been tied in here tonight because the parents ain't right. Me included. I've been slack. This month, I told them in Sunday school, this month, July, June, July, every year is one of the hardest months or times of the year for me, I guess, because we've got youth revival, we've got all these different things, communion, foot washing, all these things coming up, and that's when I want to be right the most, and that's when the devil fights me the hardest. And I'm sure it's not just me, but the devil has been on my back. We've, I've had to miss church for work. I've had to miss church for COVID, and I hate missing church. Oh, it's terrible. Wednesday nights is important to me. I can't stay right if I ain't here on Wednesdays. I just can't. That's me. I ain't talking about y'all. I'm talking about me. For me to stay spiritual, for me to stay where I need to be with the Lord, I've got to be in this house. For me to stay where I need to be with the Lord, I've got to pray. I've got to seek Him every day. I can't choose my will today and His tomorrow. If I choose my will today, I'm not right with Him tomorrow. Things ain't the same the next day. When I'm glad that sometimes when I've been trying to do right and something goes wrong, I can fall back on, well, I've been faithful in a few things. That's my only hope because I've been faithful in a few things. Let's get right so our children can get right. If anybody needs to pray, they're going to do one more verse. I ain't going to extend it forever. Papa made fun of me and you last year because we made it so long. He said, <laughs> Sunday he said he won't go extend the invitation as long as us. So I ain't going to take forever, but I ain't going to cut the Lord off either. If we've not been the example that we need to be to our children, let's repent and get back in the right lane so that maybe tomorrow our children can get saved. That's possible. It may be sitting on your shoulders to get right so they get right tomorrow. I'll never forget at the youth revival, the very first one, Josh and I think Harmony, right, the first night got right. And Karen said she didn't want to get right that night because she didn't want people to think she'd done it just because them, but she was wrong and should have. Yeah. What if she hadn't have and Harmony hadn't got right? right? What if I'd been on Karen's shoulders? Thank God she did the next morning. Amen. The next morning at impromptu Bible study, she got things right. But if she hadn't got things right, Jenna may not have a chance. Right. If they quit right now, Jenna may never get saved. Cody, if you quit right now, you got a whole crowd. May never make it. May never get in that right lane. It's up to us. I'm going to pray. My daughter ain't old enough to know no different yet. And I don't want her to grow up and have a time that she remembers me being out of God's will. Being out of church. I don't want her to ever know that. So I'm going to pray that the Lord will help me not to get there. If anybody else needs to pray, let's pray.
appreciate everybody that's used the altar. Um, that shows that we mean business. I believe that's showing God that we really want something, that we really want to change, we really want revival in our church. Um, you know, I could tell Cody mentioned he's been discouraged. When he's on fire, he's calling me quite a bit. Call me and I'm working. We'll talk for an hour or two sometimes. Feels like. I think we do probably. But he ain't called me in a little while, and I knew. I knew Cody was a little discouraged. But uh, I hope he can get encouraged, get excited. Um, I appreciate Cody. He's uh, he's younger than me and pastoring the church, and that's tough. <laughs> that's tough. I know. So uh, I'm going to keep praying for him. Y'all keep praying for Cody. Um, anybody else got anything on your heart before we go home? If you ain't right with God, if you don't know beyond a shadow of a doubt, if you left this world today, make sure. Make sure. I'll pray with you. Cody, pray with you. Brandon, any of these men, pray with you. And help you, show you in the Bible how you can be saved. says to confess your thoughts one to another that you might be healed if you've been having them same thoughts like I've had before confess your thoughts so you can get past it until you confess them you can't get past it when I give my life back to the Lord I told the boy on the phone the other night when I was giving him my testimony I had to go to my mom and dad and confess some things that they didn't know so that I could be healed so that I could get past it some things in my life that I just could not get past I had to go confess it to somebody we got to confess them to the Lord, but we got to confess them to each other sometimes. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Well, we greatly appreciate Brandon and Shelby and Sydney coming to sing, done a great job. Let's give him another hand. Amen. Amen. Definitely appreciate Cody and everyone from Camp Zion that's come. Um, tomorrow night, we'll be back here, Lord willing, at 7 o'clock. Uh, Cody be preaching and the Daughters of Calvary be singing. They've been with us every year so far. Um, come back, be with us if any way possible. Come back and be with us. Um, nobody else got anything on your heart? I won't cut you short.
blind God, so sorry, Bill. <laughs> sorry, I know it's past your bedtime. <laughs>
Take a whipping. Um, I believe that some people's made some commitments to the Lord tonight, and some lives has been changed. That's all we ask for, that lives has been changed. Tomorrow may be different now because of a decision that we made last night. So let's not go home and forget what's happened. Not go home and forget what we prayed on the altar. Let's remember it. Let's live by it. Let's come back tomorrow ready to worship and serve the Lord. Nobody else has got anything on your heart. I ain't going to dismiss because I don't want to dismiss those things. Go ahead, Em. probably mad I tell on her. She asked Sally if she wanted to go see her boyfriend. I looked at her and I thought, what in the world? And she said, I said, oh, y'all better stay in that right lane if she's done prearranged this thing. He's got to get right too. <laughs> and keep it right. <laughs> All right, anybody else? We won't dismiss because I don't want it to end. I don't want you to forget what's happened in the prayers that we prayed. We'll see you tomorrow night at 7. Bring it over.